Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to tune into this podcast during this Easter season. We've been offering these online services every week since the first lockdown began. Each act of worship combines archive recordings of our choir and congregational singing with newly recorded readings, intercessions and sermons. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text of how to do so. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. It's a great delight to welcome you to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this, the fifth Sunday of Easter. Wherever you are in the world right now, and however you're listening to us, we hope you will feel that you're very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him, through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require, Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, 
and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament reading is taken from Isaiah, chapter 60, beginning at the first verse. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes around about, and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then shalt thou see, and flow together, and thine heart shall fear, and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to the windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me, and the ships of Tashish first to bring thy sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name of the Lord thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he hath glorified thee. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favour have I had mercy on thee. Therefore thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, the fir trees, the pine tree, and the box together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, 
and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet. And they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Testament reading is taken from Revelation chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names even in Sardis which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly, hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, hast overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life, we humbly beseech thee that as by thy grace preceding us thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Almost exactly three years ago, at the end of April 2018, a group of us from St Bride's on a parish pilgrimage to Italy visited Siena, a wonderful, fascinating, historic place. And we had an absolutely marvellous time there. And as chance would have it, this Thursday just past, the 29th of April, was the day on which the Church of England calendar commemorated that town's most famous saint, Catherine of Siena. Catherine was born in the year 1347, apparently the second youngest of a family of 25 children. I shall leave you to reflect upon that thought. Possibly it was enough to drive anyone into a convent. Anyway, despite considerable opposition from her family, she entered a Dominican convent at the age of 18. Her life as a, as a religious was profoundly contemplative and marked by mystical experience. Yet, far from being introspective, she lived out her faith in the world very actively through her dedicated service to the poor and the sick and the needy. Her reputation as a woman of immense wisdom and discernment grew in the political as well as the religious sphere, and it is said that she had considerable influence over the Pope of her day. And I myself have been touched by her wisdom. Over my desk, I have a card that bears a quotation from St. Catherine of Siena, which reads simply, Be who you were created to be, and you will set the world on fire. For me, those words mean this. Do not allow yourself to be shaped by the expectations of others or by the assumptions of the world around you. Do not be seduced by the allure of success, but rather try to discover who you truly are, the person whom God created you to be, and strive to do that to the very best of your ability, because nobody else is involved in the competition to be you. But many of Catherine's sayings and phrases are worthy of note because she has a remarkable gift to communicate great wisdom in very few words. A few more examples from her. Proclaim the truth and do not be silent through fear. There are some variations on that theme elsewhere in her writings. Speak the truth in a million voices. It is silence that kills. Perhaps more powerfully still. We've had enough exhortations to be silent. Cry out with a thousand tongues. I see the world is rotten because of silence. I wonder how many of us 
find ourselves challenged by those words. Or what about this? Nothing great is ever achieved without much enduring. As one might expect, Catherine of Siena is fascinating on the life of discipleship. Here are some examples. All the way to heaven is heaven because Jesus said, I am the way. Well, what about this? Turn over the rudder in God's name and sail with the wind heaven sends us. Another watery, salty metaphor. The soul is in God and God in the soul, just as the fish is in the sea and the sea in the fish. She writes elsewhere on the subject of fear, which we've already touched upon, when she wrote, the soul always fears until she arrives at true love. And on a similar theme, one extremely interesting observation she makes is the simple statement, love follows knowledge. What about this? It is surely justice to share our natural gifts with those who share our nature. And I'm also very touched by the fact that her reverence for the natural world is so integral to her life of faith. Just one small example. These tiny ants have proceeded from his thought just as much as I. It caused him just as much trouble to create the angels as these animals and the flowers on the trees. The wonderful thing about Christian tradition and the mystics within it, like Catherine of Siena, is that their voices continue to speak to us. Their wisdom really does transcend space and time. But I shall leave the final word with her once again as she addresses Almighty God, her maker, to whom she dedicated her life with such wholehearted passion. You, eternal Trinity, are the craftsman, and I, your handiwork, have come to know that you are in love with the beauty of what you have made, since you made of me a new creation in the blood of your Son. O abyss, O eternal Godhead, O deep sea, what more could you have given me than the gift of your very self? Amen.
let us pray. High and holy God, robed in majesty, Lord of heaven and earth, we pray that you will bring justice, faith and salvation to all peoples. Especially we pray for those lands where there is war or conflict. And for those nations whose health services are struggling to cope with the effects of the pandemic. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. You chose us in Christ to be your people and to be the temple of your Holy Spirit. We pray that you will fill your church with vision and hope. Especially we pray for Alison, our rector, for Sarah, our bishop, and also today we pray for the Episcopal Church in Jerusalem and the Middle East, for Michael Lewis, primate and bishop in Cyprus and the Gulf, for the church in Jorgvin in Norway, and for Bishop Halvor Nordhorb. In our own diocese, we pray for the Hammersmith and Fulham Deanery, for Cameron Collington, Area Dean, and for the Deanery Synod, for Fraser Steele, Lay Chairman, and Caroline Grieve, Secretary. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Your Spirit enables us to cry, Abba, Father, affirms that we are fellow heirs with Christ and pleads for us in our weakness. We pray for all who are in need or distress. Especially we pray for those in our parish community in this city and around the world who are in need at this time. And for all who suffer in body, in mind or in spirit. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. In the baptism and birth of Jesus, you have opened heaven to us and enabled us to share in your glory the joy of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit from before the world was made. Especially we remember those departed this life, for the recently departed, and those whose year's mind comes at this time. May your whole church, living and departed, come to a joyful resurrection in your city of light. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We commend ourselves and all for whom we have prayed to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers, prayers for the sake, for the sake of, thy of thy Son, our, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen.
The peace of God which passeth all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.